Thanks for tuning in to Lighthouse 805 Podcast. This week, we are in our next installment in our Your Turn Now series, and this one is all about hearing from God's Word, listening to God and hearing Him speak in our lives. We hope you enjoy. Man. We're in 2020. I remember as a child, I, I think I had the idea or concept of the year 2020 being more like Back to the Future, maybe a little bit more Mattel hoverboards or, you know, 3D holograms on ads. And I don't think I expected 2020 to be almost the exact same as the 80s and 90s when I grew up. But we're here. I know. I just, I just, it was just 2020. It's interesting. This, this year is really special to us because it's having a, a vision from God. It's, it's knowing that God has given us vision and we're sticking to it. We're staying steadfast. And, and as promises he's given us, we're going to stick to that vision, not necessarily the vision that Back to the Future painted in our minds. <laughs> Hear God's word. See, I, I brought it all back together, okay? <laughs> Hear God's word. We're in the new sermon series. Actually, it's not new anymore. We're, we're getting close to the end. Your turn now. Uh, I, I've said this almost every week, but it's really easy to acknowledge when other people need God, right? You can see how they're living, and you're like, you need Jesus so bad. That's not what this sermon series is about. It's about, I am, I am going to strengthen my faith. What is God speaking to me about, and how can I step out in faith and grow what God is saying to me? It's your turn now. It's, it's just like when you're playing board games and card games, and it, there's always that one person. Don't be that person. Where everyone's just sitting waiting for a person to take a move, and then someone is like, whose turn is it? Oh, it's mine. It's like, how do you forget every time? It's your turn now. We're taking our, our faith in our own hands and saying, I am stepping out in it. How many people have played the, the game Hungry Hungry Hippo before? Do you know what this game is? Have you played this game? If, you, if you're not familiar with the concept of the best game ever, it's four plastic hippos where you bash down on this, like, white hammer, and it launches its head forward to grab these, like, white marbles, and it grabs it, pulls it back into a cache of marbles. Um, it's really just how hard can you hit the game. That's really what it should just be called. It's Hungry Hungry Hippos. And I was thinking about Hungry Hungry Hippos in regards to this, this message today, hearing God's word, right? Because in the game of Hungry Hungry Hippos, it's whoever can collect the most marbles wins. That's it. The game lasts maybe four seconds. It's not a long-running game. We were aggressive children, okay? If it lasts more than four seconds with you, you would not last in our household, Just, you know, as, as hard as you can hit it. And so I, I, I was thinking about it, and I was picturing it, and I had this, this imagery of today's message in relation to Hungry Hungry Hippo. That hippo that's in front of us represents us, right? And those little marbles are promises and God's word and what he's speaking to us about. And we're trying to actively get what God is speaking to us and pull it into our own lives. And meanwhile, there's other things competing for our own attention, it's saying, I want to steal this away from you. No, it's my turn to steal this away. And, and sometimes it's the enemy trying to reach in. Sometimes it's just other people trying to vie for your attention. And sometimes you cave and you say, you know what? I'm going to give you more attention than what I need to give God right now. Sometimes it's just media. Sometimes it's just phones. Sometimes it's, it's whatever it is. 
We all have other hungry, hungry hippos fighting for our time, and it's secretly stealing away what God is speaking to us about. And so today, we're looking at different practices, practical things that we could do to regain what God is speaking to us about, not lose out on, on God's word, not lose out on the study that he has for us. So number one, one, one practical thing we can do is Bible study. Bible study. Bible study. Um, my, my children have gotten uh, several toys throughout their lifetime, right? Lots of different toys from all walks of life, different toys. Most of our kids' toys come with some assembly required, okay? That's just, that's just where we shop. That's what happens. We don't get the toys that are already built for us. We need to put in some work to build those toys for our kids to enjoy. And most of the time, I look at the instruction manual, and I'm like, I got this. I can figure it out. You know, there's like four pieces that snap together, and if you, if you, they can't snap together a different way. But every once in a while, you get that one toy that has multiple directions. Sometimes it's hitting 80 to 90 steps, and you're like, did I miss a step? Have you ever had uh, Legos? Has anyone done Legos? Have you tried to wing Legos and try to make what's on the box without that instruction manual? <laughs> Inside joke. Have you, ever, have you ever gotten like 20 steps past the step that you were on and only to realize you made one mistake somewhere? And now you got to go back, start taking things apart and getting upset. And you go from speaking English to speaking in Spanish. <laughs> Patty, <laughs> have you ever felt that? <laughs> this may have happened last week, and it may have been the perfect <laughs> illustration. Bible study, it, it's, it's like this. It, it's really about digging deep into something. It's really looking at the instruction manual. It's so easy to look at one verse and go, read it, got it, I'm done. Right? But it's another thing to look at it like a Lego instruction manual to read it and read it and read it. Okay, so how does this fit into my Lego body life? How is this going to be a foundational piece where I can't mess this up or else everything's going to be out of whack? It's a Bible study moment. Uh, Timothy 3, 16 through 17 says this. Second Timothy. 3.16. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. It's this, it's this thing that's correcting us, it's building us, it's growing us. With this practical thing of Bible study, uh, we get some spiritual fruit that happens. When we Bible study, we get A, relationship through the word. Relationship through the word. Have you ever gotten like a really good like love letter? Not text letter. Not, not email letter. Like a real physical hard copy love letter. Like it's, it's so lost in this day and age, Right? My wife has sent me love letters before. I've sent her at least one. Like, it's, <laughs> sorry, babe, I got to do better. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unique. It's special. It it's, takes time. You got to find and unearth a stamp to be able to send a love letter. It's this thing where you go through and your relationship is developed. It's increased because you have this love letter that comes across. 
And in Scripture, when we're reading it, we grow our relationship. It's a love letter from God to us. If he took the time to write it, we can take the time to read it. Another, another uh, spiritual fruit is be building my faith through the word. When we study our Bible, not read it. This, I, I'm not talking about reading our Bible here. I'm talking about studying it. What's the origin? What's the context? Where does this come from? Why is he saying this? What does this even mean? Has this been said before? When we, when we take the time, it builds our faith. We, we build our faith through the word. We're, we're looking at these other men and women who are in the Bible who have done these crazy things that I aspire to do, aspire to be like it. It builds my own faith. It makes me say, man, if, if they can do this, if Paul, if Paul, if you've ever read Paul, he's that one guy that just never gets it. If Paul can do these things, I can do them. You know, it, it's these things you study other people in the Bible and you realize, I, I can do better. I can, I can love Jesus. I can do these things. It, it builds our, it strengthens our faith. It causes us to not give up and quit so easily because our faith is strengthened. <coughs> and another spiritual fruit is see application through the word. Application. It, it's one thing. To go to the gym, just to go to the gym. And there are, there are those people, okay, they just love going to the gym, right? It, they just go day in, day out. But if you're not going to the gym, to do something from the gym, right? An Olympian goes to the gym because they have a sport to do, right? They're going towards something. They're moving forward. It's, it's momentum. It's the gym is the, the in-between. It's the foundation of going forward. Likewise, in our own life, the Bible study is not to study the Bible and go, wow, that's good. <laughs> I got to go back to living my life the way I was living it. No, it's an application. I am growing my faith to move forward. That's what's happening. Number two, a, another spiritual discipline, something practical you do is meditation. Meditation. Joshua 1.8 says, study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Meditation. A, a, a spiritual fruit is moving beyond first impressions. When you meditate on, the, on scripture, you read a scripture and you think about it, you think about it, uh, sometimes I have to write it down. I can't just have it all memorized in my mind right away. I have to write it down, I have to think about it. I read it over and over and I meditate on it because I have to process it. I have to think about it. It's this ongoing thing. First impressions. It's one thing to read a verse and have a first impression and go, I got it. I'm good to go. Right? That's, that's ridiculous to think. First impressions. I, I want to share a story about a first impression. Babe, I'm sharing a lot about us today and <laughs> today's a message. A lot about you. Um, first impressions. Uh, Patty and I, you know the old saying, love at first sight? Have you guys, have you guys heard that before? You've seen movies? Not mine and Patty's story. We, uh, we worked with each other at a youth group, and, um, you know, we, we butt heads a little bit. 
<laughs> when we first started working at the youth group together. And eventually we got assigned inside of um, a small group together to read, read um, uh, just read the Bible and study and, and do uh, SOAP. It's an acronym for, for reading your Bible. And so we were doing it, and I remember that was a big first impression. So Patty didn't show up to the first Bible study. She was, she was no-show. It's the morning before school. We had, to, we had to go in before we went to college, and we all showed up. We all woke up, and she didn't show up. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> and I remember, I think it was on a Wednesday night with youth group. We all were staying in the parking lot, and Patty parks, and she always has a, this, you know, big old warm smile. And I was like, I'm going to say something. She walks over, <laughs> and she's like, hi, guys. And I was like, oh, couldn't wake up? You know, just because I'm an idiot, and I, that's what I say. Uh, couldn't wake up in time? Or say something like that, and she goes, I can wake up in time. I was like, well, do you need a, and I don't know why, it just popped in my head. Do you need a concierge phone call to wake up for the next Bible study? I know, what was I doing? <laughs> the Holy Spirit was a part of our relationship, and that's how we... That's how she didn't punch me, and that's how we're now married. <laughs> so I said that, and she looked at me, and she goes, and we both, both of our pride just went to, like, fully, full levels. And she was like, excuse me? And I was like, do you need a, as if she didn't hear me, do you need a, a concierge phone call? You know, someone to wake you up in time. She goes, I wake up before you. And I was like, well, how about I call you at, I just said a random, it was like 4.30 or 4, 4.15 in the morning. And she goes, I'll, I'll be awake. And I was like, really? Then I'll call you. And I set like all my alarms. I was like, I will not sleep past this. I will not be the one to give in to this. And at 4.15, my alarm went off. I had my phone next to me and I called and she's like, oh, hello. And I was like, oh, did you wake up call? And she goes, oh, I'm already awake. And I was like, well, let's see if you're awake tomorrow. And I just, I don't know why I said that. The next day, woke up again. 4.15, called her, and I was like, hey, you awake? She goes, of course I'm awake, it's 4.15. And I was like, well, how about tomorrow? This went on for a month. Because <laughs> we both had <laughs> too much pride. But halfway through, halfway through the month, we actually started having genuine conversations at 4.15 in the morning. And our conversation started getting longer and longer and longer. And eventually, we talked from 4.15 till when we both had to go to class in college. And it, we, 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 we got to meet each other. We, gotta, we fell in, in like with each other. We didn't say we loved each other yet. But we started to meet each other. And then at the end of the month, I, I actually asked her out. This is before even, like, going on a date. And it was these conversations because we had moved past first impressions. In meditation, it's really easy to stop at first impressions. But it's another thing to keep meditating on it every single day, every single moment. Think through it. B, another, another fruit of meditation is develop awareness. Developing awareness of the nearness of God. That's what this concept is. It's, it's understanding that God is near us all the time. That's really easy to say. But it's hard to put in practice when your boss says something to you or someone says something to you and, or a child yells at you. It's really hard to remember that at that moment. But when you're in meditation, you realize God is next to me right now 
and his love casts out all sin, casts out all fear. His comfort is with me. And you realize through meditation, he is here right now with me. And I don't need to say something stupid, okay? Meditation. See, develop insight. We gain the ability by continually reflecting and meditating on the word to, to realize what is God speaking in this word right now. We gain this insight to start hearing God and what he's speaking. It, it turns into these Holy Spirit moments where we can just start feeling God. We walk into a situation and we are prompted by this, this word that we heard earlier. And it's like God was preparing me last week for right now. And I was intentional to have meditation on it. And we get insightful from it. We gain wisdom. Three, the, the third practical thing of hearing God's word is memorization. This, is, this has got to be the underdog of all spiritual practices, right? If you've ever gone to like, um, oh my goodness, I can't remember. What are, what? Never mind. <laughs> memorization. I couldn't even remember what I memorized. If you've ever gone to, you know, uh, oh my gosh, what is... What is the old 90s uh, Sunday school? I couldn't remember the name Sunday school. I can't remember why I couldn't think of Sunday school. Sunday school, wow. Classic 80s and 90s Sunday school was you show up and you would show up with your Sunday school and if you had your, your memorization verse from the week before, you got your little candy, right? And all those kids were trying to memorize like last minute before they walked in the door. Like we're all like, I gotta get my Jolly Rancher. I gotta memorize this, you know? <laughs> Jolly Rancher was huge back then. Watermelon forever. Uh, memorization. <laughs> memorization. Psalms 119.11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Memorization. Do you know what memorization does? A, the first fruit we get is authority. The authority of God. The full, unbridled authority that the Son of God has is unlocked through his word when we proclaim it in our lives over anything. But if we don't have it memorized, can you tell your situation, hey, I'm sorry, I know you're screaming at me. Can you give me like 10 minutes to Google what scripture I need for? No. Memorization. You need it right there. When, when something is happening, the Holy Spirit will remind you of the scripture that you have already memorized. Memorization. You have authority to speak over any situation. B, immediate help. I can't tell you how many times. Like, I, I'm a person that, that just talks out loud. And talk out louders tend to get in trouble. Because you say what's on your mind at that moment without thinking it through. And then you get married to an amazing woman like Patty, and she's like, you acted like a dang fool. You should not be. And you realize, oh, that's what the Holy Spirit was trying to get to me. Don't say things stupid. Immediate help. When you have scripture memorized for you think out louders, when, you, when you're about to say something, the Holy Spirit will bring a scripture to your mind. And rather than using your own knowledge, you can rely on the wisdom of God to speak it out loud. There is something else that just happens in those situations. Man, immediate help. 
How many of you, have you ever seen the show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? It's like an older show. Yeah. They brought something to television that started from that moment forward. It's the lifeline. That wasn't really, that didn't exist before that show, to my knowledge. You know, do you want to use a lifeline? And I think that's so brilliant. That's, that's literally what memorized scripture does, right? You're lost for words. You're lost for a moment. Your emotions are flaring, and you call it a lifeline that's from God. Like, God, give me a lifeline. And he just reminds you. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I needed. That's what that person, that's what the situation, that is exactly what I needed right now. Lifeline. And see, the, the last fruit. Hear this one out, please. Don't, don't miss this one. Anchored in biblical truth. Don't miss this one. When you have scripture memorized, your wisdom comes from God. But when you're not anchored in biblical truth, your knowledge is just said from something and moments later you realize, oh, that was really stupid. Why did I say that? And that person took that as genuine truth and they're running with it. It is so dangerous to not have scripture memorized and to give someone wisdom that's not from God. Right? You need to hear what the Holy Spirit's speaking in that moment. You need to hear what the scripture's saying. You need to proclaim it. If you're going to give any sort of wisdom, knowledge, anything to someone, make sure it's anchored in biblical truth. Don't just say, hey, oh, I think you should do this. Are you being accountable for that person's future? Or are you hearing from God in that moment? We need to really have this. And, and on the flip side, when we seek someone's help and they say something that's not anchored in biblical truth, we know it's not. We're like, I love you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some discernment on that right now. Versus, oh, I'm going to run with that. That sounds good. And we make a dumb decision. So what we're going to do right now is I want you to very quickly think about which fruit stood out that you need. And choose one of the, the um, disciplines that you want to hear from, okay? So we have memorization up here. We have meditation over there. And we have Bible study back there. Okay. Would you hold it in your hands right now? Just hold whatever, whatever form of Bible, if it glows, if it's paper. Um, if you don't have it with you, put your hand on your heart. We'll, just, we'll have one for everyone, okay? Lord, I pray a charge over all of us today that we would get your word into us. Not just to get it into us, but to have the full authority, the full power, your word, your wisdom would equip us and light the path to our feet. God, give us direction this week. Give us application that we can take. Lord, speak to us, encourage us, equip us, build us up. Lord, the, the imagery is your word would come into our lives like that foundation. Lord, some of us, we've, we've stepped out too far without your foundation and things just aren't matching up correctly. We pray that you would, like the Legos, go back and place the correct foundation through your word because you're building something in our lives. In your mighty name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. For other episodes, opportunities to give, to find out what else is going on at Lighthouse 805, or for the handouts that belong to this series, check out our website at www.lighthouse805.com. See you next time.